I'm Ashley. And I'm Lacey. And this is United States of Murder's very own Wacky Wednesday. Wacky Wednesday? Number 30. <laughs> I feel like I have to say it every time now. Oh, oh I'm out of breath from the stairs. Do you want me to go first oh, since sure. you're a hyperventilating? Sure. This is a short one. Okay. I also have a longer one, so I'll say okay. that. Okay, same here. Okay, so a Nashville hotel employee has been charged with aggravated burglary and assault for entering a Texas man's hotel room in the middle of the night and sucking his toes. <laughs> what? David Neal, 52, was arrested after Peter Brennan claimed he was sleeping and awoke to Neil sucking on his toes. He said he jumped up screaming and could see that he was wearing a uniform that had his name tag on. He was talking to me, but not giving me any substantial ev- answers, not evidence, answers. So I guess he jumped up and was like, what the fuck are you doing? And he was trying to explain, but it just wasn't, there's no explanation, well, basically. So Neil is a nighttime manager at the Hilton Nashville downtown. And Brennan was in the city for a work conference. According to the Nashville PD, Neil made a key card to illegally enter Brennan's room. And he did so around 5 a.m. Brennan immediately recognized Neil because he had come to his room earlier that day with a second employee because his TV wasn't working. So they came up there to fix it. Neil admitted to police to entering the guest's room, but claimed it was because he smelled smoke and wanted to check on the guest. Uh, However, authorities noted that Neil had not told security about the apparent smell of smoke, and there were no other complaints about smoke from any of the other people staying in the hotel. Same floor, nothing. Brennan's lawyers were told, that Neil was fired because he refused to give a statement regarding the alleged assault. He has filed a lawsuit against Neil and the hotel. So this incident occurred on March the 30th, and Neil was charged on May the 5th and remains in jail on a $27,000 bond. So in addition to Neil... Brennan also filed a lawsuit against Hilton Resorts Corporation, which owns and operates the Nashville Hilton downtown. Hilton released a statement saying that that is an independently owned mm-hmm. hotel and we have nothing to do with them. You just got back from Nashville. That I didn't have that experience. Uh, did anyone suck on your So toes? he just thought he could get away with that? Like that, that guy wouldn't care? I think I've stayed at this hotel before. Oh my gosh, I know where it is. I know where it is too. And you're coming in at 5 a.m. That's the time that people are usually like waking up and getting Uh, around and stirring for their day, especially if they're in town for a work conference. Yeah, oh no. Anyways. I don't think anyone could sleep through someone sucking their toe. I mean, I have a foot fetish, but not that, not like that. Not from like a stranger in a hotel. He's lucky he didn't get hurt. Yeah, for real. Like, to just go to a complete stranger's room. I mean, That's he could good. have been killed, yeah. literally shot or something. Mm-hmm. You don't just go in randos' rooms and suck on their feet, people. No. Hotel employee or not. 
Mm-mm. Can't get away with that down Little Rock. I'm telling you what, was <laughs> a there, dead man. Wasn't there a toe sucker around here? Know. It sounds like that's familiar. There's tell, probably a toe sucker story. everywhere. I have to I Google have to that. Google that. Okay. I swear there's a toe so sucker. So I have a short one and a longer one too. So first of all. We have the mystery of the pasta dumped in the New Jersey woods. Have you been following that at all? Or have you at least seen pictures on Facebook? No, I have no idea what you're talking about. Okay, so hundreds of pounds, like about 500 pounds or so of pasta, was found dumped illegally in the woods in New Jersey a couple of weeks ago, and no one knew how it got there. And the pictures, it's just like, looks like a ton of cooked pasta. What kind of pasta? A mix, like spaghetti noodles, ABC noodles, bow ties, like every shape you can Penne. think of. Yes, all of it. Shells. And it looked cooked, like someone cooked the pasta to dump the pasta. Hundreds of pounds. Of, yeah. Hundreds of pounds. Yeah, hundreds of pounds. So the Department of Public Works eventually hauled it away. They had to carbo load it into 15 wheelbarrow trips to clear it all out. The mystery ended up being solved, though, finally. Keith Roast, who lives nearby, said that he knew who had left the pasta behind. Mm. He claimed it all came from a house that's up for sale and was being cleared out by a military veteran after his mother had died. So apparently, she left behind a stockpile of food, probably collected during COVID-19 and all that, you know, to a lot of people. Hoarded food. food, yeah. And he disposed it in the woods. So the pasta looked like it was cooked in the photos, but that's just because it rained for several days and dampened the noodles. So that was the big mystery. Like, who would cook all this pasta just to dump it in the woods? But it like it wasn't cooked. A lot of people said that the event is a reminder about the lack of bulk garbage pickup for the town of nearly 70,000 residents. So Old Bridge is the only town in its county that lacks this service, and this has been a point of contention for many years. So since they don't have a bulk garbage disposal method this dude just dumped it all in the, in the forest oh wow i'm looking at the photo and it does look just like a, a restaurant exploded but i mean really was there a crime committed well it is illegal what to, to dump, dump food <laughs> to dump hundreds of pounds of pasta into the woods but what's the charge I mean, animals are going to eat it. It's food. It's biodegradable. Well, so the neighbor was glad that it got hauled away by Public Works because it was collecting maggots and stench. Oh, like it was yeah. really gross. He should have just spread it out. Just <laughs> <laughs> want 100 pounds here. Oh, man. Yeah. Well, is that it? But I don't think he was charged necessarily because this is just a guy who spoke to the media about it. So. Wow. Yeah, that's it. That's the, that's the scoop. But it was all over the headlines. People were just so confused about the pasta. I mean, I guess if you're going to get in trouble or something, it might as well be spaghetti noodles. I kind of wish it was more mysterious, but... He's like, okay, you got me. Yeah. I dumped the noodles. I did it. It was me. All right, here's my next one. A Celine Dion super fan in the United Kingdom, got drunk and legally changed his name to hers. Then forgot about it. But it's all coming back to him now. (laughs) Oh, yes. I love it. Uh, The 30-year-old Celine Dion, whose birth name is Thomas Dodd, told the Post that he came up with the idea while boozing it up and watching a TV concert of hers because he loves her. 
she is my Taylor Swift. I mean, don't you have to go to the DMV and stuff? Like, how do you not remember changing your name? No, you can change it legally. I'll get to that. So you would change your name to Taylor Swift 100%. Hell no. She is my go-to person, he said. I listen to her when I need cheering up. He said he spent so much of the pandemic watching her concerts while at home, including one that she had done over the holidays, and this accompanied by many, many glasses of champagne given to him by a friend, (laughs) which explains a lot, he said. (laughs) While enjoying the show, he paid 89 pounds, which is $122 for us in the U.S., and officially took her name via an online application. I honestly, hand on heart, don't remember doing this, he said. I remember watching the concert and remember getting tipsy. (laughs) Days later, he came home from work as a hospitality manager in England to find an envelope with the documentation waiting on him. I wasn't aware I had done it until I found an envelope, he explained. Initially, I had to sit down because I couldn't believe it. But then I checked my bank, which confirmed it. Once it sunk in, I signed it straight away because I bloody love her, he said. (laughs) Oh, my God. He's like, okay, no regrets. Okay, no regrets. Yes. He shared images of his change of name deed on Twitter. He updated his social media name to reflect the side-splitting switch, which includes his old signature, Plus a new one marked Mr. Celine Dion. Oh, my God. Things have been pretty crazy over here since that morning, he said. Paparazzi has been following him around, and he's gathered worldwide attention. He noted that his inbox is full of Celine Dion fans asking him to record them a video message. What? (laughs) He says, I do, however, see a potential issue on the horizon. I just moved into a small village and I haven't spoken to many people. So it's caused quite a stir when I tell them my name is Mr. Celine Dion. Oh, my Lord. One person who initially was not amused by the change was his mother. Mm. He said she seems to see it on a funny side now, but if, you know, at first she was pissed. His friends have said they are not surprised. (laughs) It was only a few weeks back that I hired an Elsa tribute to perform on my driveway for me when I was drunk because I was bored. So anything is possible. drunk shenanigans are really outlandish. I mean, geez. They're pretty funny. He's willing to spend some money on these. Yes. In a drunk entertainment. He added that rather than revert his birth certificate, at least for now, his name change will go on. As it stands, I'm keeping it, he said. Wow. He's just said it depends on how everything goes. If it's making things more difficult, then he'll change it back. But in the meantime, he's hoping to get a chance to eventually talk with or meet his namesake. Oh, <laughs> Who he last saw in concert in 2019. Ugh. But the power of love could be overwhelming for the new Dion if that does happen. <sighs> He says, you might think I'm joking, (laughs) but I will need to be put on oxygen if I ever meet her. Just thinking about it makes my heart race and my eyes water. It would mean the world to me. The original Celine Dion's representatives have not replied to the post. Uh, That is 
That is very That's hilarious. Funny. I am dead. Why have I never thought of this? Oh my gosh. It's pretty hilarious. I don't think any of you guys would be surprised if I was like, listen, I got drunk and changed my name to Celine Dion. I, I would be surprised if anyone did that. Maybe a Celine Dion tattoo, y'all might not be surprised, but. Yeah, I don't know. I'm, can you do it that easily in the U.S., change your name? I feel like you have to you, go somewhere here. Well, you just have to. I I did to change you, my what, name. For your driver's license and stuff? Uh, yeah, for my new last name. I had to do a thousand things. Did you have to show them like your old birth certificate? Yeah, I had to. Yeah, it's probably more difficult here. They were just. I would think. Yeah, I had to, to do prevent a lot of crap. I I couldn't just fill out a form willy nilly. Yeah, you don't want to. I had to sit for hours yeah. in a DMV. This guy's just drunk and salining it up. Didn't <laughs> didn't Phoebe change her name on Friends to like Banana Hammock or something? Uh, yeah, I don't remember what it was. But yeah, <laughs> that might be it. Oh my gosh. <sighs> I, I wish my second story was that funny. Oh boy, is yours bad? It's it's just it a- it's just not funny. This news broke yesterday, and I'm sure you've heard about it. I'm sure everyone's heard about it by now, but a woman who wrote a children's book about grief has been accused of her husband's murder. I did. I didn't read all of it. Yeah. Well, 33-year-old Corey Richens faces charges, including aggravated murder in connection with the death of her husband, Eric Richens, age 39, who was found dead at the foot of their bed on March 4th. While appearing on a Good Things Utah segment last month on Salt Lake City ABC affiliate KTVX to promote her new children's book, Corey said her husband died unexpectedly. Prosecutors allege that Eric was poisoned by a lethal dose of fentanyl. Oh, shit. Yeah. Corey allegedly told police following his death that they were celebrating her closing on a house for her business that night. And she made Eric a Moscow mule in the kitchen and brought it to their bedroom where Eric consumed it while sitting in bed. She allegedly said she went to sleep with one of their children who was having a night terror and returned to her husband's room around 3 a.m. where she found him cold to the touch. Corey was supposedly attempting to perform CPR, but when first responders arrived, they advised it had not appeared that she had done any CPR due to the large amount of blood that came out of his mouth. Oh my, blood from his mouth? Yeah. An autopsy determined that he died from a fentanyl overdose and that the level of fentanyl in his system was five times the lethal dose. Well, that shit is super dangerous. It's yeah. like touch it on yeah, your five get times. It on your, oh my God. The medical examiner indicated that the fentanyl was illicit fentanyl and not medical grade, and that it was likely ingested orally. So he drank it. Yep. What a piece of shit she is. Detectives obtained a search warrant for the residents following the talks report, including for electronics. Corey allegedly told law enforcement that upon going to bed, she did not use her phone until calling 911 though the phone had been locked and unlocked multiple times during that time frame, and messages had been sent and received and deleted. Mm-mm. A search of Corey's phone uncovered several communications with an acquaintance of hers who had various drug counts. During an interview with detectives earlier this month, the acquaintance allegedly said that sometime between December of 2021 and February 2020, Corey allegedly texted them asking for a prescription pain medication 
for an investor who had a back injury. For fentanyl for a back injury? I mean, I'm, we established the last one that we don't know anything about drugs. Lately. And then, like, would you go out, go, you would go out of your way for an investor, like a work con, that just seems strange. And the acquaintance left hydrocodone pills at a house the defendant owned and was flipping. About two weeks later, Corey contacted the acquaintance again because her investor wanted something stronger and asked for some of the Michael Jackson stuff. Propofol? <laughs> in that? Well, she asked specifically for fentanyl. Oh. Yeah. So she planned it. Oh, yeah. The acquaintance allegedly procured 15 to 30 fentanyl pills in exchange for $900. Mm-mm. Three days later, following a Valentine's Day dinner at their house, Eric became very ill and believed that he had been poisoned. Eric told a friend that he thought his wife was trying to poison him, which makes me like, oh, why'd you drink that Moscow mule? But I mean, who but, wants to think their spouse is trying to poison them? Though? I was going to say, typically when your husband or mm-hmm. wife bring you a drink, you don't think, did you poison me? Mm-hmm. According to the search warrant, Eric took one bite of a sandwich his wife brought to him that Valentine's Day and broke into hives and couldn't breathe. He reportedly used an EpiPen and took Benadryl and passed out. When he woke up, he immediately called his business partner about the incident. Corey allegedly contacted the acquaintance about two weeks later, asking for another $900 worth of fentanyl. Who knows how much she had been giving him over the course of this Time frame. Six days later, on March 4th, Eric, that's when Eric was found dead of a fentanyl overdose. Corey's also been charged with three counts of possession of drugs with intent to distribute. An attorney for Corey told NBC, told ABC they were unable to comment at this time, and her next hearing is scheduled for May 19th. But then to go out of your way and make a children's book to help your children cope with the grief of the death of their father? What the fuck? And you murdered them, and she was, like, promoting this book all throughout Salt Lake City? It's freaking weird. So why did she kill him? Do they know yet? We don't know yet. Oh, it's all going to come out. When we go, this happened in Utah. Utah. Have we already been there this this season? Almost said this semester. I think we have. Yeah, we have. It'll be be forever before we find out much, but, I mean, we know they had kids together, and they were celebrating Valentine's Day and stuff, so... Who knows? I cannot imagine how fucked up your mind has to be to think that you can poison somebody and get away with it. In this day and age, there's no freaking way. I Back couldn't in imagine. Eighteen hundred, yeah. sure. I couldn't imagine poisoning somebody. Period. I mean, that's the first thing they do is run a tox report, and they're so. No, you're not going to get away with poisoning someone. No. In this day and age, Mm-mm. just saying. Maybe a bee sting if they're allergic to mm-hmm. bees. That could be an accident. Like an allergy type thing. Yeah. yeah. But not fentanyl. Like, hello. It's not like it's produced by your body and it's I an know. accident. And then mm-hmm. deleting text in your phone. She's a mess. <sighs> well, so, anyway. I finished uh, season two of Yellow Jackets. Mm-hmm. No, I didn't finish it. Like, there's, it all I'm all caught up. There's, I'm not there's caught three, up. There's three more episodes left. There's nine episodes this season and... So seven, I'm eight, nine. I'm scared to watch it. I'm afraid I'm going to gag. What's, what's happened? What, you haven't seen any of season I've two. I've seen only the first episode. Oh, I finished it all until this weekend. Does it get 
gross. Oh, there's some there's some gross like, stuff. Am I gonna puke? Well, you probably will. <laughs> That's what's. I'm like, ooh. I'm very eager to watch it though. Some episodes are a little slow, mm-hmm. but it's it's good. I believe it. I need a new show to binge. Max's dad was telling me I need to watch Succession. Oh, I love Succession. I've not. What's there like six seasons or something? I don't know how many seasons. It's the last one right now. We're caught up on it. It's kind of hard to explain. It's like it's like a bunch of rich people. There's not really a lot going on, but it's interesting. I don't know why. Hmm. It's just like I may watch one episode. I mean, I'm a binger. You know that. It's I a need, very much a. Uh, I don't know. I like the sci-fi a stuff. character drama, I guess. Hmm. Nothing sci-fi, but they're just, these people are so messed up. You're like, who's the worst one? They're just all terrible, evil, rich people. Did you watch, um, did you ever watch Ozark? I did not. I haven't either. I don't love when drugs are the main theme. I don't yeah. know why. No, I didn't watch Breaking it Bad bugs either. Me. I watched that and it it annoyed me. Yeah, it's Sandra's favorite show. No, I'm the same way. I don't. I don't. It's just not my kind of plot. Nope, me either. I've been kind of at a lull in shows. No, well, I was until I found Yellow Jackets. Yeah, I, I wish I could just binge it, but and then I'm like, can't. Sorry, can't come into work today. <laughs> I need From to come back. Yes, and evil. If evil. it is going to come back, I yeah. don't even know for sure. Two episodes left on Farmer Takes a Wife, and then I'll be done with that. Oh, how many seasons are there? I don't know. I just watched this. I, I love that random people it. DM us like, "I like that show now." That Ashley mentioned it. Very, like, what? It's very out of my uh, norm, but oh, that's funny. It's good. I need to send me a, a show suggestion, people. Yeah, I'm a binger. I need seasons. Yeah, Don't send, send me us something, something like yeah. spooky, maybe just supernaturally. I don't know. Mm-hmm. There's so many good shows. I what I tried to binge a show recently, and it was just not. It, not it. It was disappointing. I watched it all except the last episode. What was it? It was that pine, pine. Mm-hmm. Oh my gosh, what's his name? Matt Dillon was in it. I also will throw this out there. I don't love a rom-com. I don't want Wayward anything. Pines. Nope, didn't see it. I don't like a romantic comedy situation. Don't love that. I don't love a teeny bopper vampire no, I drama. I don't do that either. Can't do that. Mm-mm. So don't send me some Gilmore Girls. You will be deleted. No, I'm kidding. <laughs> don't think did. Well, so the girl from Succession, Sarah Snooker is her name in real life, is coming out with it's a movie, though. It's going to be on Netflix. I'm not sure when exactly, maybe in a month or so, but it's called Run, Rabbit, Run. Mm-hmm. And it's supposed to be like a freaky psychological thriller. So I dig that. I'm into that. She seems like someone that would be good as a creepy person. Someone told me to watch the Waco thing. Mm-hmm. And there's one on Netflix, and I think there's one on Showtime. And... I feel like when they do that, it's like the the Murdoch stuff. You know, there was one yeah. on Netflix and also one on HBO yeah. Max. I watched both of them. One's always better than the yeah. other one, though. I may need to. I may do that. I may just buckle up and watch the Waco stuff. Yeah. See. See what's. Uh, yeah, maybe. But lately, I've been digging fiction though. Like I don't. I haven't been in a documentary mood in a while. Mm-hmm. 
I need this too. Well, I don't think these are documentaries. Oh, I think okay. it's a are, show. I think it's oh. a series kind of like, because um, there's actors in it. So mm-hmm. I think it may be kind of like a uh, docudrama, like the, uh, oh, the, um, did you swallow hard? I did. <laughs> I did. What was the, I can't think of the name of it. It was. Um, I know what you're talking the about. The ones that happened in Utah, the Mormon murder situation, mm-hmm. how it was like a four part, like docudrama. Yeah. Docudrama. Yeah, docudrama is a good I way think, to put it. I think this is what the Waco okay. thing is. That's so I'm gonna I'll check it out. I'll I'll circle back around. Yeah, let us know. We will not have a wacky next yeah, week. Yeah, next week we, we're busy with our True Crime Fest and NWA. And this comes out on Wednesday. So tomorrow we are doing trivia at YNU in Fayetteville at 7 30. Come, come play. Come see us. Come, come see hang us. out. And on Saturday we'll be at True Crime Fest. Hopefully. Whatever we talk about, it goes okay. I'm nervous. Oh, gosh. We're not a public speaker. We're podcasters for a reason. We still don't have a case. So. Oh, my gosh. It's so stressful. But, yeah, we'll be back in two weeks. Yes. Join us next week for more tales of wacky crimes and criminals to help you get through your week. Bye. Bye.